Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Today is Wednesday, September 23rd, 2020. I am your host, Detroit sports writer Noel Bianchi, here today, as always, alongside longtime Red Wings fan Ethan Smith. Ethan, what's going on? How are you doing? I'd like to announce that I am now sponsored by Guitar World. Guitar World? Yes. Why is that? Why? How did you get sponsored by Guitar World? I had to go in there to get some new mics, and I started talking to their manager, and their manager had a couple higher-ups, and then I started talking to the higher-ups. Then they just gave me to the owner, and I said, hey, do you want to be sponsored by the Locked On Red Wings podcast? And so we like, sponsor yeah. them, so we have to pay money? Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Sorry. I meant that. And also with <laughs> us today, we have from the Lockdown Sharks podcast, it is Kyle Demetrius. You know him from our previous Dancing on Graves episodes. And today we are back to do the jig on top of uh, two more Graves, one from the Eastern Conference, one from the Western Conference. It's the Conference Finals edition of Dancing on Graves. Kyle, welcome back. How's it going? I'm not sponsored by anybody because I can't be bought, unlike you hacks. <laughs> whoa, Dude, whoa, it's all about whoa, the bank whoa, account, whoa, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He lied. I have I'm not morals by anybody. and integrity. I am just a mild-mannered Canadian. Who yeah, you keep thought about that. his day not being sponsored by people. I'm not even sponsored by Lockdown. I haven't even got my t-shirt yet. Oh, I have. I, I couldn't uh, keep people away from me when I was at the bar the first time I wore it. So you should get that. You should get do on you, that. Do you, well, do you think that people would recognize me in Toronto, Ontario? Probably. By Lockdown yeah, Sharks? as the Lockdown Sharks maybe. guy. Yeah, maybe. It's a small world. Yeah, though. they'd be like, oh, that's, uh, that's the guy from the Sharks podcast. One of the three, they just take a stab in the Oh, hey there. You know, probably oh, is that your best Canadian accent? some of those in there. Can you guys do the rest of this podcast in Canadian yep. accents? Yeah, I'd sure, bud. It's going to be uh, pretty offensive, though, we. You sound more like you're from Chicago. Like, you're in that, like, famous SNL sketch. Da bears. That's what you sound da like. Da bears. <laughs> That's what you sound like right now. Well, thanks, bud. <laughs> yeah. You got it? It's more of like a, it's more of like a hey there, guys. What's going Ooh. on out in the field? Oh, maybe maybe it's be more, more laid back, no? Maybe more gentle. Yeah. Hey there. Do you want to go to the store there and uh, get some darts there? Hey, uh, just out for a rip on you, bud. Yeah, that's basically where I grew up. So yeah. Um, I should share. I should share you with you guys a link uh, from my hometown called the Aurelia Song um, about my hometown. It's pretty terrible. Pretty funny. Pretty true. Um, yeah, my hometown has the highest rate of teen pregnancy in Canada. No oh, way. that's cool. Congratulations. That's a claim to fame. Wait, wait, did you get out of it? Yeah, I beat the stats. So good, remember good, back good. in the day, so I'm 31. So you guys were a little bit younger than me. But back when I was in high school, Facebook was all the rage, obviously. And people would make groups on Facebook and you would just join them. And one of mine was I beat the uh, a really a teen pregnancy stat when you turned like 18 or 19 or, or 19 or whatever, they would invite you to the group. <laughs> no that's way. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was oh, sick. What a great sense of community. Wow. All right. Um, Speaking of abortions, the Vegas, <laughs> Golden the Vegas Golden Knights. We got two teams to talk about today. The Vegas Golden Knights fall to the Dallas Stars in five games. And over in the East Con- Eastern Conference, the New York Islanders fall to the Tampa Bay Lightning 
uh, in six games. So we will start there on the West Coast, a place where Kyle is a little more comfortable. Uh, you know, yeah, you hate Benedict a lot. Benedict Arnold's leaving for the East Coast. Listen, you don't know what it was like. Well, actually, no, you do know what it was like. You literally are on the same exact time schedule. But I was just going to say, like, it was so rough when the Red Wings were in the West and then just the playoffs would come around. It's like sick. Half the games are at 1030 at night. That's and literally get, my entire life. At least I, you lived in a normal place. Like, you, I don't live in the home in the place where my team plays. So, like, it's always 1030. When they come to the East, it's sick. It's at, like, 7 o'clock or 730. The best. What's it like having like four? Oh, I guess you don't live in California. Never mind. I was gonna say, what's it like having like uh, seven o'clock games on at like four o'clock? But you wouldn't know the answer to that question. So a lot of no, I would not. But a lot of my friends live in California, and then I have my best friend lives in Vancouver. Um, and when I go visit him, it's incredible. Are they all from your same? Was it all from the same hometown? No, no, I don't associate with anybody. I'm sorry. Hometown. I just I thought met- those people would try and just get out of there as soon as possible. Which oh yeah, most, most people do. Yeah, yeah. So um, no, I met, I met these guys in university and stuff like that. And then through uh, um, Locked On and um, SB Nation. But when I go visit him, it's amazing because sports are done by like 10 o'clock. So why, uh, why don't you guys call it college? Why is it university? Because college is different. How so? Those are two different things. So How so? A university is where you go and get a degree. So like your liberal arts degrees, your accounting degrees, your business degrees, college is generally typically, so that's like four years, right? Or three years. Yeah. Um, and then college is typically where you go to get a, you get a diploma. You actually don't get a degree, you get a diploma and it'll be like technical engineering or electrical engineering or woodworking or something like that. Oh, so it's like colleges oh. for trades. Sort of, but you can also do like public relations at college or do like two years of college accounting. Like it's just different. It's a diploma, not a degree. Interesting. Okay. But they, you do, there's, but we don't have like JUCO here, oh, we, we just, okay. and we don't have like community, community college. college. Like we just like when you're done. Do you like the TV show Community? It's a great show. No, actually, I famously don't like it. I don't get really? it. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> I what? I don't. I don't like Joel McHale that much, and his character is basically just like a sexual predator. Uh, for Britta the whole time. <laughs> it's really creepy. I don't know. Anyway, I don't like it, but. We don't have JUCO and we don't have community college. So when you're done high school in grade 12 at like 17 or 18, you either go to college or university or nowhere. But yeah, that's, we don't, huh, okay. that's why we Sorry. call it differently. So when you guys say college, we just assume you mean university. But for, if you're, if I'm speaking with another Canadian, I would differentiate between the two. Oh, okay. Like it's actually like, it's an actually different. So if I say I went to university, it's because I went to a university. If I say I went to college, then it's because I went to a college. Gotcha. Sorry, right. I've, I've genuinely always just wondered why no. yeah, the no. difference. Okay. We are, we're, we're also very confused that you call like Ohio State University college. I went to college where? Ohio State University. It's like, what? Yeah, it's just kind of yeah. like a catch-all term. Yeah. You know, like just different forms of college. It's basically just like saying school after high school. Yeah. Post-secondary. See, that's obnoxious. Ah, that's just obnoxious. So, yeah, just, just use dumb. just 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 figure out a word for it. AKA yeah, we're all about college. simplifying stuff. Yeah, it's college, or you know, you're not going to college. That's it. Do you think your Do you think your country would be better with an electoral university? Yeah, I, I get it. I get it, but you just put my mind in a pretzel. So, <laughs> we'll <just> probably. 
we'll just move on from that. Uh, yeah, and we have no, talked wait, so long that, that we eventually. Wait, I feel stupid. Get... I feel stupid. Okay, so your governing system is decided on yes. The okay. College. Okay. Okay. All right, I got it now. All right. All right. Move we on. We have uh, officially talked for so long that it's now time to do an ad read. Let's welcome in Bill Bar, everybody. <laughs> Uh, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And guess what, fellas? They've got six new amazing flavors of the Double B. We got caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and an apple almond crisp. Now, I know you fellas on the other end of the Zoom call, you're health conscious guys. And I know you fellas are always on the go. So do yourself a favor. Get yourself a pack of Built Bars. Maybe get one of those uh, nice uh, lunch boxes that's got like the thermal temperature uh, padding inside of it. Keeps your stuff cool. And then what I do, what I've been doing lately, is I've just been keeping them in the car. And I know I'm not gonna. I, I know I'm not gonna remember to grab breakfast on my way out of the house. I know I'm not gonna remember to pack an extra snack for my drive home. But guess what? Now these days. I got a nice built bar waiting for me every single time I get in the car. It's delicious. It fills me up and it gives me great energy to take on the rest of my day. And you can be feeling just like that at home as well. If you go to builtbar.com and start building your first box today, you can mix and match. You can find which flavors you like best and get one big box of them, or you can just pretty much do it any way you want. Uh, and when you're there at builtbar.com, Use our promo code LOCKDOWN and you'll get $10 off of your next order. That's promo code LOCKDOWN for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And my favorite segment, surprise a guest with making him repeat the ad read with me. Say it one more time, Kyle and Ethan. That's BuiltBar.com. Promo code what? Locked on. Locked on. Kyle wasn't paying attention. For $10 off at BuiltBar.com. All right, let's uh, let's get this back on the rails here. I'm thinking we should all start taking Adderall before we record because if not, it, like the way it's set up right now, it's just one thought like, and then next. I feel thing like you know, Ethan like, and I took the opposite of Adderall. No, I'm on yeah. Adderall right now. This isn't even. I, what What do you guys want me to do? Drink coffee before this? Caffeine? No, 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 no. Just whatever you can do to stay on track, buddy. We got we got two teams to talk about, two teams to dance on their graves. We're going to start in the Western Conference. We got the Vegas Golden Knights. They fall in five games. They are laid waste by the Dallas Stars, who are just an absolute machine. We're recording this on Monday night before game two of the Stanley Cup Finals, so not sure kind of how that's going to play out uh in game two but kyle what do you got for us uh lay the first flower do the first uh two-step do do whatever you may on the graves of the vegas golden knights should, should the first flower go to the flower for vegas being so dumb they can't get out of their own way when having two good goalies yep yep yeah so how do you how do you trade for robin laner and then in the middle of the playoffs create a goalie controversy what and then and then even with everybody watching and knowing how precarious the situation is mess it up in a baffling way mark andre Fleury started game one of the series stopped 24 of 25 and we never saw him again what if you're not going to start him in game seven of the previous series why are you starting him in game one everyone's like well it's rest because the shortened thing i'm like it, it doesn't matter you it just doesn't it doesn't matter. Like you have to go with the guy that you think is going to give you the best shot. And clearly you thought the best shot was Robin Lehner. 
And like so, Robin Lehner was not the problem. Like Vegas not being no. able to put the puck in the back of the net was the problem. But at the end of the day, like Robin Lehner didn't steal. Robin Lehner got outplayed by Anton Hudobin. We'll never know if Marc-Andre Fleury would have gotten outplayed by Anton Hudobin. But the point remains that Marc-Andre Fleury at every single time that his number was called in these playoffs, he showed up in a major major way and I think after a couple games I mean like I said Robin Lehner not bad but a 914 save percentage that's not going to win you a Stanley Cup in these playoffs and the point of a goalie change is to get a change in pace Mm -hmm. that can liven a team up that everybody loves flurry there how would you not at least throw that out when you're down in the series we're not winning games we can't score like why would you not roll out with a guy that everybody loves and if you know that you've signed Lehner to a long-term deal and he's going to be your goalie of the future, be, tell him, like, hey, you're just going to chill for a couple games and then you'll be back next year as our number one anyway. So, I don't know. Pete DeBoer is uh, – Yeah, I think no I shit. Tweeted, I think I tweeted right after, who could have seen Pete DeBoer losing to an inferior team except for every single human in Northern California? Pete DeBoer, <laughs> Pete DeBoer likes to take out the old uh, concealed weapon and shoot himself straight in the foot, Plaxico Burris style. Now, what every, was the, the reasoning – what was the reason why by getting rid of Gerard Gallant? Was um, it a, a difference in opinions? Because I didn't think there was really anything. But well, they got off to a bit of a slow start this year. But I, I didn't think it was worthy of canning a I, guy that has gotten you to the playoffs and gotten you deep into the playoffs and honestly should have gotten you into the next round besides a horrible five-minute major call. Horrible is a strong word. Correct. <laughs> I forgot you're on the other side of that. Same here. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, you can call a five-minute major, but nobody says you have to let in four goals. Um, apparently, <laughs> apparently, losing to the Sharks was like a big like knife to his candidacy as staying on as the coach, and they let him start the next season, but they weren't good enough apparently. And then when Peter DeBoer was released, they felt that that was a good enough coach to re- replace him. Sort of is kind of like how the story shook out, but like I don't get it also Gerard Gallant apparently is not the the greatest dude to work for he's never lasted more than a couple years in any yeah, spot you're not so wrong you're not Florida wrong left him literally on the curb after yeah. a game <laughs> like, please get out of here yeah but like but, you uh, have to wonder too if like that's just like and that's the thing with him is that there's like a certain mystery uh behind like the reason he's gotten fired the last two times like when the whole Florida Panthers thing shook out I'm pretty sure that everybody was on the same page and saying that wow, I can't believe how inept this franchise is, especially after uh, Galan found success in his first year in Vegas. Yeah, I think he, I would – why not just wait till the offseason and see if he can take you back to the promised land when they were already good. But, I don't know, Brian McPhee notably traded Philip Forsberg for Martin Erat one for one. So Fair enough. <laughs> I don't yeah. think the brain trust is exactly like – Fair like, enough. Yeah, this is an Iserman over there. Also, uh, another fun stat for you guys from this, uh, from this series. Paul Stastny, Vegas' leading scorer. Uh, four wow. points. So no way. Really? You're not gonna, you're not, I'm shocked. Generally speaking, uh, I would assume in the year of our Lord, 2020, uh, when a conference final series, when Paul Stastny, 34 years old, is your uh, leading scorer. I remember playing with him in NHL 2008. I thought he was old then. I guess he's not as old as I thought he was. But still – that's not a, not a great look. Okay, I'm going to call something here. After seeing game one of the Stanley Cup finals, the Dallas Stars are going to be your Stanley Cup champions. You guys don't think so? They sh- Dallas know. shut down the Vegas Golden Knights who have been rolling all playoffs. 
But if and they just shut here. down Tampa Bay in game one. So well, not really, but they didn't though. That's the thing is that Tampa Bay had all of the all of the fanciness and killed them at five v five. Tampa Bay had six shots on nets with fourteen minutes to go in the second period. Anton Kudobin is standing on his head. That's not going to change. Vasilevsky yeah. didn't look great in game one. Guys, I'm calling it right now. I'd say Dallas in six. And I love Tampa. I wanted Tampa going into this. Um, if Tampa doesn't win the cup this year, I think there's massive changes. But anyway, that's not right. That's what I was going to say too. You think? Do you think they'd tear something down there? What are they going to do? Every single year for the past four years, we've been like, oh my God, Tampa's so good. And every year they got swept by Columbus in round one. And if they don't win the COVID cup, when they beat Boston, Vegas went out, Colorado went out, St. Louis went out. Then what are we even, Pittsburgh went out. What are we even doing here if they can't win the COVID cup? Fair enough. They're going to lose to Dallas. Dallas. I, Dallas. I know. Pavelski. Crazy dude. Uh, Kyle, I have a question for you while uh, I look for a pretty funny tweet here. Uh, how do you feel about Joe Pavelski? Thank stars, you. Like having success. Like, are you happy about that? I, I wanted. I, to I've always him. liked Joe Pavelski, but only because he's American, and I've you know, there's just mm-hmm. kind of a second place is good enough for you guys. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm editing that out. That was that was not that was not even funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's fine. I famously don't uh, don't. Uh, I'm not a big Joe Pavelski guy. Um, but like, I don't, I don't have any ill will against Joe Pavelski. If he wins the cup, he'd be like sick. Everybody in San Jose is going to lose their mind because most people in Sharks world blame him for blame Eric Carlson for not being able to sign Joe Pavelski, even though Joe Pavelski wanted extra years and they were about $11 million apart in money. Um, so people will be upset. I would think it's kind of cool if Joe Pavelski wins the cup. Um, it's shitty that he didn't do it with San Jose because he was homegrown and drafted out of the seventh round. So. It'd be pretty cool, but like I don't have any feelings about Joe Pavelski. If this was like Joe Thornton or Thomas Hurdle or even Logan Couture a bit, Mark Edward Blasic, then I'd be way more upset. But like, yeah, no, it'll, it'll be fine. I don't think he's. But that means that he was trash. Well, I didn't even know. I didn't even mean it from like the standpoint of uh, like, oh, how does it feel? But I'm like, I'm genuinely because uh, I guess let's frame this another way. I was a Tigers fan, obviously, in the heyday of their success from 2006 to 2013, 14, whenever, you know, that era ended. When Justin Verlander left, like, everybody wanted him to go get a ring. Oh, everybody wants Joe Pavelski to win. Okay. Like, like, I'm not saying, like, oh, how bad does it suck? I'm saying, like, are you rooting for him? Oh, I'm not. not, Well, no, because I don't want Dallas to win because human trash can Corey Perry is on this team, and I don't. Jamie Ben is not my cup of tea. You just hate a lot of people. You don't like Jamie Ben? You don't. You just. You just not a fan of a lot of. I'm people. just not a fan. Sorry, I don't. I don't dislike. I dislike Corey okay. Perry a lot because he's dirty as shit. But yeah. like, I just, we, yeah, we been, do too. I've never been like a Jamie Ben guy, and I've never been like a John Klingberg guy, or a Kudobin guy, or a Bishop guy. They just have a bunch of players on their team that I've never really. They just don't move the needle. For. Yeah, they just never really move the needle for me, and I think that Tampa not Tampa not winning would be kind of shitty for them even though yeah i just think it'd be kind of shitty so i'm just like i'm just like agnostic towards towards dallas okay. but literally everybody in san jose wants joe Pavelski to win but the bigger issue for me because i'm looking through looking at the forest through the trees here is that the eric carlson slander will get ratcheted up once again and i'm just over mm-hmm. that like stop guys it was the vander kane contract that screwed them over but anyway yeah, and it didn't really wrong. really screw them over because he wanted like 11 more million more dollars than san jose was willing to offer but um no, it, it, if he wins, it'd be kind of cool. It'd be it'd be nice. It would be shitty because he didn't do it with San Jose, 
what like everybody wants him to win the cup. Uh, we'll wrap it up on this. Anton Hudobin, uh, we just talked about him. He's been uh, absolutely unbelievable these playoffs. And just a treat to watch, too. Like, there was that video of him in the locker room when he says, we're not going home. Like, that was Say electric. it like he did. Say it like he did. I can't. Come I don't on. remember, and I don't want to mess it up. I'd just He's be Russian. using a generic. Just a Russian, Russian very accent. heavy Russian accent. We're not going home! Yeah, there see, that was good. There Thank you go. See? Okay. Uh, <laughs> And Vegas we're going to wrap be, it up. Vegas should be embarrassed that they lost in five games. Yeah, I agree. Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. They're this mighty buzzsaw for three years, and they lose in the cup final first year. Fine. Very respectable. They give up four goals on a power play and then lose to Barkley Goodrow in overtime. Hilarious. And then they get blown their doors off by Dallas of all teams. Hilarious. Five uh, games. So, Kyle, I know you saw this tweet. I favored it as well. It's uh, – it's it's a tweet that says analytics. No, you can't win while getting outshot that bad. Stars. Ha ha. Anton Hudobin go burr. <laughs> the, 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 I laughed at that for a good like five, <laughs> ten minutes. I, I've thought about it like it, periodically since. Like, just popped into my brain. I believe I tweeted this is the best hockey tweet I've seen in four months. Um, I would like to extend that to like multiple years because I love the blank goes burr. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I know. And when they said, ha ha, Anton Kudova go burr, I just died. <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> and so true that Vegas could not score at all. Literally zero. Crazy. But somebody made a good point. Uh, Jay Fresh Hockey made a good point that this is now two years in a row or three years in a row where, I think it's two years in a row where their expected goals are lower than they should be. And then when they get to the playoffs, they drop off again. And there's clearly like a finishing issue because they're controlling yeah. play and they're controlling five V five and they have amazing dominating teams, but for some reason they can't finish. And maybe that's something you need to take a look at, but that's the conversation for a different day. Anton Hudobin go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to dance on the graves of the New York Islanders to wrap up the show coming up next here at the lockdown Red Wings podcast, a proud member of the lockdown podcast network. It is your team every day all right well we're back final segment of the day here at the lockdown red wings podcast we've got kyle demetrius and the lockdown sharks we're dancing on some graves we just went over the vegas golden knights and now it's time to get to the new york islanders and i just want to start this one off usually i'll dish it usually i'll say kyle give me your thoughts ethan let, let me hear what you got for you but i could not be happier to see the New York Islanders be eliminated from these NHL playoffs. And I, I don't really have any real genuine ill will towards them. But New York Islanders fans, they were left by John Tavares. Tragically, pajama boy. He goes to Toronto, the hometown boy. They're sitting there in shambles. And what do they do in John Tavares' return? Now, and I want to make something perfectly clear. I do not fault Islanders fans for feeling the way that they do about John Tavares. I would also hate John Tavares if I were a New York Islanders fan. I am all for the mob mentality of sports, villains, good versus evil. We hate that guy. I love some good old-fashioned hate. But this video that they made when John Tavares left town and then he came back, I, I don't know how I – like, basically, if you know, you know. And that's the only way I can describe this video – but it's, it's just a compilation of people like outside of uh, the Coliseum or the Barclays Center, wherever the hell they were playing. 
and just like it was set to music and they're like we don't need you john tavares it was the corniest and worst levels of fandom and video production dovetailing into one heaping pile of embarrassment that they should never be able to live down and so i think they deserve everything bad that ever happens to them ever and it was 100% the Nassau Coliseum because none of their fans go to the Barclays Center. So, well, there you go. And, you know, it's just that one, like, still picture of that girl that has, like, different colored lipstick on, like, both sides of her lips. And she's like, <laughs> we don't need you here. It's like, you're, you're an Islanders fan. Nobody cares about you. I don't and John Tavares doesn't care about you he's gonna go make so much more money in his hometown hey nobody in the history of the world wants to play for the New York Islanders well in the last 10 years nobody wants to play for the Islanders Rick DiPietro no right there started my hate for that for that franchise the 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 New York Islanders are like and I've I feel weird saying this because i feel like i'm gonna have a lot of takes that where people go you don't know hockey but here's the thing the new york islanders are irrelevant they simply are they have been pretty much my entire life they obviously got a lot farther than the red wings did this year they made it to the conference final they made it to game six of a conference final good for them everybody got farther than the red wings <laughs> but the 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 new york islanders are basically the houston texans of the NHL. They got some good talent. They got some exciting players. And sure, I'd like to see them in that Saturday wild card game on ESPN starts at three o'clock. But after that, I don't want to hear from them anymore. The Islanders overstayed their welcome in these playoffs. I'm happy to see them go. Uh, that's all. That's all I got, basically. Okay, really quick before Kyle, you get into this, I just want you guys to know that one, Anders Lee may be the most boring captain in all of hockey. And they also have Dude, and, Nick Letty. Nick Letty Nick Letty looks like the cre- like the uh, base create a player in NHL 2019-20. Hey, and they also have the in the history of the NHL, the most boring captain in NHL history, the New Jersey Devils captain, Andy Green, on their roster. And that man looks like he's about 50. His name is Andy Green. That's all you need to know about him. Sorry, Kyle. I have, I have, so, many, I have so many thoughts. Um, <laughs> so in, in your original in your so happy they're out. In in your original analogy, Lou Leverello is Bill O'Brien. Yes. Yeah. No, no, that's different. I just mean more like on the way that the rest of the league feels about him, where they're like they're like they think they're sick every year they're like beating their chest and all that other stuff and like i said sure yeah i would i i'd like to see the islanders make the playoffs but do i ever want to see them go past round one not really not unless they're playing pittsburgh not unless they're playing toronto ironically their last relevant moment was against pittsburgh in like 1993 when they had the sunday easter massacre or whatever um yeah so the islanders won four cups in a row in the 80s with mike bossy and brian trache long wet fart noise and now we're here. <laughs> That's their intent. They drafted Rick DiPietro number one overall, first of all. And then they got Tavares number one overall and didn't do shit. And then they got a gift in Matt Barzell falling to 13 because apparently the other NHL teams don't employ doctors that can be like, yeah, he's 18 and his knee got hurt. He's fine. He'll be, he'll be alive. 
The Islanders have cool jerseys. I agree. And I wish they would go back to like the scary assaulting fishermen because that's pretty sweet. <laughs> that's all I'm going. Long Island sucks. Have you ever been to Long Island? Long Island? No, terrible. no, it's I haven't. Brutal. I do. You know what I do like though, and I will. I, I'll throw this out there. I do like their branding. And like their team logo, like I like the idea of the Islanders, but they're they never have any really exciting hockey teams. Like I like, yeah, like you said, I like their team. jerseys. I like. like their... they... Sorry, is anybody on. is anybody moving the needle for Jordan Everly? No, no, <laughs> literally like, zero. Namie can besides like Nick Jordan, Letty and Andy I do too. Green. Yeah, he's perfectly fine. He's like he's just a guy, much like Nick Letty is and um, Andy Green. Can you name any of their other defensemen? Uh... Not is Chuck still on this team? <laughs> maybe. I think Devin Tays is maybe there. Ryan Pulak. Yeah. No Isn't Ryan Pulak a former, former Red Wing? Uh, Ryan Pulak actually led the New York Islanders in minutes these playoffs. I Hell don't yeah. think. Did you guys I remember that? when he was drafted in 2014. I thought he was going to be sick. <laughs> you guys know that Andy Green is at 933 games played in his career? Damn. That's pretty impressive. Huh. Hopefully he gets 1,000 next year. He's never going to retire because nobody knows who he is. You could have given me. Listen to this roster of boredom. Derek Brassard, Cal Clutterbuck, J.G. Peugeot. I like J.G. Peugeot, but still kind of boring. Doesn't really move the needle. Adam Pellick. uh, Leo Komarov. Yeah. Semyon Varlamov. It's just Thomas Grice. Like, have you heard – like? Even their names are I have heard of Thomas Grice. He's from Germany. Sharks no, I was going to say, have you ever heard a, a roster just so filled with boring ass, Who? not but, exciting names? He, well, first of all, I would say the most boring uh, captain in the NHL is Jonathan Taze. Um, Jonathan Taze. I agree. Suck a fat one. Uh, I, I cannot stand him, and he's going to go to the Hall of Fame, and everybody's going to – I'm doing an aggressive jerk-off motion um, for like two weeks over him, and I'm just so over it. Um who so Barzal's their best player? I guess Pajot's their second best player now, and then yeah. you've got Anders Lee, right? That's yep. probably their top three players. Then you probably got Jordan Everly. Who the hell is their next best player? Forward, nobody. Who is it? Brock Nelson. Hey, Another why, boring name. Why the? <laughs> why? Why did Semyon Verlamov get so much love for sliding on the ice? Merezik literally did that a year ago, and they're like, "Oh, this is so cool." It's like it's. He won a game, and then they lost the next one. Like, it's just – I don't – do you guys remember when Verlama, it, when he played for Colorado, actually had to go to jail because of some stuff? Kidnapping. <laughs> yeah, that's very not he, boring. Remember I, when he kidnapped I, was, his, I was avoiding that. <laughs> remember, remember when he kidnapped his girlfriend? He, yeah, that was yeah, a rough look. Yeah. Third-degree um, assault charges or something. And yeah, I was just ignoring that because uh, – I don't like to. I, I can't think – I can't not. Because every time I see his name, I think of it, and That's I just, not, just kidnapper. I, it just, I just, it's yeah, like a I don't, big rubber stamp. Just so not a good look. You see his name, it just boom in your brain. Quite frankly, um, if that happened now, I don't think that guy would ever play another game in the NHL. So no. now, when I see that, when I see his name, I think of that, and I just, I've never liked him since that day. So, right. well, I think we should cut off this conversation before we get in some uh, murkier waters. Where I, I already can't see about two inches below the surface, so. That's You're probably uh, who edits between the two of you. Me. <laughs> Good luck. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, anything... I just got a like by a French person on Hinge, Clémence. There you go. See, I don't nice. think that much. Congratulations. 
Yeah, yeah. Wow. One step at a knows, time. Getting I wonder if she knows Gigi like Pajot. We'll find out. Probably. I just want, like, uh, what? Actually, never mind. I don't care. Uh, all right. Any, other, any last thoughts on the Islanders before we uh, send these folks? Uh, Holy back, Christ, back they were boring the- as hell, and why were they in the conference finals besides playing a bunch of fraud teams? And, oh, my God, that series was so boring, and I cannot stand that it went to six games, and I wish the Islanders would be vaporized from the playoffs. Boom. That's, I mean, that's about it. Perfect. Uh, we'll see you guys back here tomorrow. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Go check out the Lockdown Sharks podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Kyle, what do you guys got coming up? Uh, we have an interview this week with John Cullen, the comedian and hockey fan. Um, he might not play in the States. I don't know. He's Canadian. Uh, we have our draft stuff every Friday. And, uh, yeah, we're just waiting. Much like the Lockdown Red Wings podcast, we're just biding our time until the playoffs are over so that the Sharks Preach. can stuff. And it's like free agency and draft season, and we actually have content because right now I don't care about the Islanders or the Lightning or the Stars. And it's hard to relate that back to uh, San Jose. So, um, but yeah, we have an interview with John Cullen. Come check that out. It's going to be sweet. He's funny. Go check that out. Uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team every day.